rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews. Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. You know what's interesting? I had a uh, I had a conversation. Today's Friday. This uh, was Tuesday night. Okay. You know, reincarnation must be what happens after you die. I I, I just cannot. I just can't see. Because we right? get second chances, right? Because like it seems ridiculous. That you that you would be made in the image of God, like deeply loved, and then get one eighty-ish year chance to like get it right the first time, and if not, you get dropped like a bad habit. Right. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no like sense. so. God loves you so 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 much, unless you don't do say or like think the right thing, right? right? And then like in which case, nah, you're done. Right. Like, it's like it life cannot be the metro. Sense. It can't be that when the doors close, that's it. Right. <laughs> Getting, I would I would like to think that I could be and have the the uncanny intelligence of a hawk. I would like to believe that I could be a whale or a tiger. So you want to come back as other animals. You want to like have the full experience of like every kind of like you're like tardigrade, I'm here for it. Shoot me out of a gun. Clap for that. That was Did we that just... was absolute Ooh, tree. Yeah, trees are cool. Well, now here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. The the drop of ink in my glass of water that completely changed it for me was when uh, this friend told me that, well, you know, maybe that's true. Maybe if you if one did something bad in life, then the quote unquote AT double hockey sticks for you would to be a dung beetle or a tree. Look, or man. an earthworm or something right. you know, something that has a lifespan of what a day yeah but like i i don't know if that's a bad day though right like if you're a dung beetle i could think of a better day yeah but if you're a worm i mean from whose perspective yeah right like you're a dung beetle well, you're a dung beetle like that's you're life like, you're like, like cool. man I'm cool climb on some dung right. i don't you know what i mean you like bills yeah we right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta pay bills right? You just, you just roll right. this poop all around. Are we gonna... Comments not breaking your balls. Oh, yeah, my God. Right. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We got the intro this time. We did. We That's did. I practiced, I practiced for this. I practiced for that. <laughs> you are listening to and watching Jeanette Splaining on Good Morning, Aurora. Hello. And we have the squad in here. It's 8.04 a.m. We've got the J to the S. Hi. Hello. That's Can you hit, hit the clap button for... Yeah, that's right. And the BTP. And we've got Bizzle, Tizzle, Pizzle. Good morning. Now for you, Good morning, everybody. with the kid voices. Oh, yeah, the, like uh, the happy one. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, that, well, that's the uh, At some point, excited one. I mean, that's the excited one. Wait. <laughs> excited. We're all very excited. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Weekend. It's Friday. It's right. almost the weekend. I still gotta go to work today, but then it's fine, you know. And then and then it, it's a first Friday weekend. It is. It's a big arts in Aurora weekend. There's it's also all Pride kinds Month. Of it's Pride Month, yep. which means everything's covered in rainbows and sunshine. Oh, your cat day, so everything's covered in cat fur. It Holy is, cow, that's right. Good it, looking out. It is hug your cat day. If you have not hugged your cat today, you should do it. You should also take a video of your cat 
looking really annoyed at you that you're <laughs> hugging them and then post it on in the page. comments yep. on this show right, right now. now. <laughs> um, and then it's a donut something. It's National Donut Day. It's too. National Donut Day too. That's right. So go get your donut on, hug your cat, and then like go like you know clock in at work for a little bit, be a little bit checked out, <laughs> a little bit. Be a little bit checked out yeah. and then like go have a weekend with some art and some culture and some things. And we're going to give you some news right now. That's right. We have news. Uh-huh. Uh, but good morning, Aisha Saxon. Good morning, Ben Geller. And Ben says he's got to get him some Dick's Mini Donuts. Anyone know where Mr. Shindo um, is going to be this weekend? Oh, that's a really good question. That is because a good question. he was at Art and um, Art Market and Market Aurora. like throughout uh, the non-summer months. Is the farmers market back open yet? Because the he would be there. Market opens, I believe, next month. If anybody knows if that's we're gonna right. we're gonna find out when the yeah, farmers we'll market opens for you all, because that's where you're gonna get your Dick's Mini Donuts. That's right. Because uh, those things are money. So we've got a lot to go over today. Um, but first things first, before we get into our very, very, very first topic, uh, should we hit them with some of the local stuff happening? Tell them where to go. Hit them with some things. Hit them with some things. Let's hit them with some things. I like that. Why'd you say ooh? Uh, I found ways to change the filters. So you can go like grayscale, like the video will be grayscale. Oh, that's oh. nice. I oh, thought you man. were saying, ooh, because uh -oh. of what she said. Hit him with some things. I think I like that. Hit him with some <laughs> things. Let's hit him with some things. All right. Uh, if These Walls Could Talk, custom framing and gallery, 32 South Stope. They're hosting the Aurora Art League featuring work from 18 member artists. Aurora Regional Fire Museum, 53 North Broadway, will present art of a department, and ex excuse me, an exhibit showcasing the art of firefighters and of firefighting. Naponsky Gallery at Crystal House. Elias, what up? 59 South LaSalle Street will feature resident artist Chaz Naponsky. The Cottonseed Creative Exchange, 8 North Broadway, will have work from artists Devin the Artist, what up? DZ Halasi Diwali, what up? And Thalo Halo, triple word up. Um, Wickwood House, 14 West Downer Place, Suite 16, will feature work by artist Jamie Andre Cooper. Cool. All Very shows cool. nice. free to attend. Go yeah. to all the things. Free. There's and you know that's only a portion. We're gonna get to more stuff. Yeah, we got more. We got, we more. got more. We'll hit you with a couple things right now. We'll and then we'll you, hit you uh, with the, some the news. little bit later. So stay tuned. It's yeah. like a cliffhanger, yeah. right? It's how we entice you right. all to listen to us. That was meander, a good movie. Meander on what? Cliffhanger. Never saw it. Have you ever noticed that every the time, time you is mention now a movie? Eight, oh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever noticed that every time you mention a movie, I usually look at you and say, never you saw never it. You never saw it, yeah. The that... interesting thing about it is is that you make references that um... are right on time with <laughs> movies and music. Yeah. And then you've never heard. I, no, I, like, I, so I, most of my movie references are from, like, uh, Die Hard, though. So. Great movie. You did see it, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's one series. Okay, there are two what series. What was the main character's name? Oh, what? Uh, John McClane. Okay. Are you kidding me? Making are you sure. kidding me? Just making sure. Yeah. <laughs> Like no, the, there's <laughs> there is one. Uh, there there is absolutely like one like movie series where I have seen every every movie and can detail the plots to you and tell you which ones suck and which ones are good. And it is, uh, it is Die Hard. What was the bad guy's name? Uh, Hans Gruber. Oh, very good, mm -hmm. Jeanette. Very good. Mm -hmm. That's right. Good morning, Brooke Shanley. It's the last day for teachers. School is out. School's out, you guys. I'm so 
happy yeah, for you. Yes, Go teachers. enjoy all the things. Shouts out. Wherever you teach at. Waldo, Cowherd, Bardwell, West Aurora, East Aurora, Matea, Wabonzi Valley, mm -hmm. 203, 204, 308, Bednarsik, what up, and Oswego, Thompson, what up, Plank, what's good? Wherever you're at, Everybody. you're a teacher. Shouts Everybody. out to all of you. That's ya. right. Catholic all schools, private schools, like right. public Christian, schools, Marmion, all the schools. All of it. Have a summer. Summer is great. You deserve it. After this year, you deserve it. And I hope you never have to look at a Zoom screen again. Right. Seriously. <laughs> the only screen you should be looking at. Well, is the one right now if you're watching yeah. us live. <laughs> but like after, you could just listen too and then right. <laughs> go about your day. All right, so Jeanette, I, I, um, here's the thing. Yeah. Now I saw. I don't. I don't want to make sure I got this right. The city of Aurora was looking at revamping how the advisory boards and commissions. Oh my God. Operate was that? They are. Is There's a story I... about this oh, uh, in the Beacon. Shout outs to the Beacon for Shout out. going to things, meetings, and whatnot, and letting us know what's happening. Um. So. Uh yeah the they the city is considering doing a or it's revamping how it's doing its boards and commissions so there are like forty uh ish more of there's like a lot of commissions I was trying to go through them all this morning to give us more context for this discussion mm -hmm. and I think I only got down to like the E's and F's because they're all in alphabetical order like it's like a lot it's like a lot a lot of commissions amazing how the only thing that does work efficiently is the alphabet system so that if you are looking for something you got to scroll you can, you can search as yeah you can search but i was like trying to go through like see all of them so mm -hmm. i have no idea what's at the end of the alphabet on our commissions but like <laughs> i don't know if there's a zoo commission i'm not sure um i don't think there is but that would be the commission that would I'd be like well, i want to hang out with the, the furry animals but we don't have a zoo with the wolves yeah we do Phil's Park Zoo. The Phil's yeah, Park we do. Zoo. We do. Yeah, great zoo for like yeah. being, you know, a little like it's a it's a it's a park zoo. But we got like, eagles. They got alligators. The alligators love to play with pumpkins. By the way, they do. All oh, they get pumpkins to play with. Um, so so yeah, we've got like forty. That's our that's our animal thing for the day. The cats, the cat hugging the cats, right. and and um, if you go in the fall to the um to the zoo you can sometimes see the alligators playing with pumpkins nice yeah um, <laughs> so uh so yeah we have these 40 some odd boards and commissions <gasps> and um they are supposed to they have boards and commissions have a lot of functions i've been on every side of boards and commissions at this point i've been on a commission or a council of board what it, it was it was the aurora neighborhood council now basically defunct um hasn't met in like four or five years probably were you excited or were you bored well, well i was on a board good dad joke good job oh, yeah. Good yeah there we go all right uh so but actually that that commission was uh, a little bit boring right uh because it was one of those advisory commissions that doesn't get to actually like do a lot there there was um a commission that was sort of designed out of this neighborhood planning initiative and then when the money sort of dried up for that planning commission like initiative uh and and it all kind of slowed down the the uh work of the planning um or of the neighborhood 
uh, council or whatever didn't really exist. And so it just kind of became a place for people to come and, and whine about the problems going on in their neighborhood, but without any sort of like uh, action. solutions Follow or action yeah. or anything that might really like kind of get done. Like it was a good opportunity for people who are really involved in their neighborhoods to get to talk to staff members on mm. a regular basis. But it, in terms of like, but was it a great use of staff time um, or even the residents' time? Like hmm, that debatable, right? The, so the typical idea behind the boards of commissions though, is that it's like the first step for people to get into like local government, right? Yes. It is that so, first kind of. So that actually is a really good. So there are lots of different functions mm. for these boards and commissions. So we should, maybe we should start there, right? Because the question of whether or not a board or a commission is useful to a community, like to all the people in a community, um, it starts with purpose, right? So some of these have very specific purposes. So for example, the Planning and Zoning Commission, every community has a planning and zoning commission and what they do is you know a developer comes in they say i want to build a thing um and they present all their plans to the planning and zoning commission and that's all they do is they kind of look at these plans that the staff brings forward and they say "Mm, we like this or we don't like this oh this this uh development looks like a high quality development that we want in town or no it really doesn't Eh, you need more landscaping over here uh what about parking like that kind of thing right that's what they do and then they make their recommendations and they send them to the city council and then the city council votes yay or nay on them, right? Uh, so that's a very useful thing because it relieves this, it, it relieves the city council of having to get really into the nitty gritty over all of these things, right. and a lot of them are fine. And it also allows people who actually know, like, have. Um, a, a broader depth of knowledge about uh, planning and zoning issues and building codes and things like that to, mm-hmm. to be able to weigh in. So this is a very useful um, commission. And a lot of times people who start on the planning and zoning commission then end up getting a lot more active like in the community, right? right. Because they kind of see everything going on. They get to know all the issues. It's, you know, like that's, that's a real good standard one. Um, other boards and commissions. Um, so that's So that's one that exists sort of by by ordinance it it has to be there it's part of this process Mm -hmm. um other uh boards and commissions uh exist merely to advise uh staff so we have an advisory committee on disabilities which hasn't uh which met mm, like once during the pandemic uh so i I kind of went through some of these boards today which one met once during the pandemic the the advisory committee on disabilities met once so um and there's many 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 and i think that it's really it can be very indicative of um how how much value these committees are currently providing not how much they could provide but how much they are currently providing right to ask did y'all meet in a year and a half or not right because zoom was a thing that was not like that was legally an option like some of these boards and committees did meet throughout the you know like planning and zoning commission absolutely met during Mm um but uh the uh african-american heritage committee the airport committee and again you're seeing that i'm going through here uh alphabetically because that is um uh, the aurora fox walk overlay committee has not met since 2018 uh the Aurora youth council did not meet during the pandemic 
um, the a bike ped committee, which uh, needs to hear my impassioned plea to plow the Fox River Trail, right, which I have been on since the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not met uh, during the committee or during the, the pandemic. Um, the uh, ooh, education commission has not met during at all during the pandemic, which is interesting because that's actually a relative. That's a newer one. That's a very interesting. Yeah, right. I saw. Well, where where, where, where you, what I saw? Where did you get? Where are these listings of these committees from? That's a great question. Oh, that tizzle, tizzle, is tizzle. a great question, <laughs> BTP. So if you are interested in learning more about the 40-odd boards and commissions in the city of Aurora, you're going to go to aurora-isle.org um, and click on the uh, agenda. I'm going to put the link to yeah, this we'll article, the... though, in the chat. We'll I, want, I want to create my own committee and just like post it up there. I'm just going to yeah, make like, a bunch of committees. Committee. What would you? name your community. I don't know. It'll just be like a random collection of bureaucratic words like the Association for Public um, Accountability. Accountability. <laughs> and, uh, the na- Neighbors for uh, Beautiful Streets uh, Committee. Um, you know yeah. what though? Like our, Your street always can be more beautiful. So yeah, if you're going to go under city service the city services tab on the website and then you're going to go under the boards and commissions uh listing and they're listed there from a to e or from f to z um and that gives you the descriptions of all the boards and commissions but if you just click on agendas and minutes that'll take you to like and and then use the little drop downs the advisory um, I'm teaching board you all. for advice and advisory yeah <laughs> there you go uh I yeah. Then make you can, sure that you got ink in your pen. That's right. That's Eighty-five thousand right. dollars a year. Oh my! Oh my God! Man, God, I wish I was in government. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the time is eight nineteen. It, is, it is not as glamorous as you think. <laughs> Sarah Fonseca. Good morning, Greg Ellsbury. Good morning, dear friend and sir. So I want to read just briefly from the actual article, uh, speaking on what you're talking about. Go so on. according to Marissa Spencer. The assistant corporation counsel writing the amendment, quote, there are quite a few boards and commissions. It's been difficult for staff to keep on top of them. Alderman on the rules, or excuse me, on the council's rules, administration and procedures committee heard the first set of changes. They voted five to zero to recommend the change, the changes to the full council. According to Alderman Ed Bug, chairman of the RAP committee, and RAP is not, look, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, no. You, you rap a lot better than I do, for uh, the record, as we've what, established what? on this show many government, times. Government, government. No, Ed Bug says, "Quote: One of the good things to come out of COVID was we got a chance to take a deep breath and look at some big issues. This is really a good chance for us to look at the boards and commissions that really make them better and have more resident participation." End mm. quote. All right. So here's what uh, here's my expert opinion. Uh, And I actually this is one of the few times where I really do have an expert opinion on this thing, because, like, again, I've been on the boards. It's it's called Jeanette Splaining, not not Jeanette Expert Opinions. I've liaised for as a staff member to boards. Right. And if you want to make the boards and commissions better, you will get rid of at least half of them. Right. Like you will get rid of all the ones that are not actually doing a thing. Like what? Like, uh, well, any of the ones that haven't met since, you know, 2017, for example, right? Like, these will all just cease to exist. Your poor um, 
uh, your staff members will no longer have to spend any amount of time like developing an agenda that says that this meeting is canceled and sending it out to all the people who are on the board to let them know that it's canceled and then posting it onto the website and all of this stuff, right? right. Like it's really stupid and small, but it is. it takes time and is obnoxious. Um, and you will uh, craft boards and commissions that actually have uh, things to do, right? Like... Um, so advisory commissions can be useful, um, but probably they don't need to meet every month. Like probably they can meet on a quarterly basis or something like that and still advise from time to time. You know, what's funny that we, you know, we're talking about this and I, I'm, I just think about like, so the education committee, right? They didn't meet since 2017. And I'm thinking right now, like, well, they didn't, they've met, they did, they're actually a newer commission. Oh. They haven't met since like the, um, throughout the pandemic. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Which is because the, the youth committee, the education committee, these are kind of newer ones. The, the current administration, uh, you know, cares a lot about like youth services issues, cares a lot about education issues as part of the yeah. platform. Right. Um, but we've got these committees and unless you're doing a thing, Right. Sometimes these committees yeah. sort of fall apart. Because I've seen Simon Rodriguez, friend of the show, shouts out. He's been doing a lot of stuff, you know, for the youth. So it's like even though the, a full committee may not be doing something, certain individuals still are. Sure. Totally. All right. Victoria so, Hylamalnado, good morning. What's up? So the the other thing that I would just add to this discussion, right, is that, um, you know, the more that committees are tasked with actually creating things, doing mm-hmm. things, like the more value that everybody gets out of them, right? So rather than just going and sitting and complaining about like, well, this is an issue, like, yeah, we know this is an issue, right? Um, uh, committees that actually like do stuff, if they're producing events or, you know, like the Public Art Commission, I actually didn't get that far all the way down in the list, but right, they usually, mm-hmm. you know, these are the Public Art Commission or or a lot of the cultural boards and stuff like that. A lot of what they do, they're different kinds of committees, right? They're not like this process-oriented committee like, like the planning and zoning, but you still want a lot of people on them because what they do do is bring a ton of volunteer hours, right? These are the, these are the different kinds of boards and commissions. These are the ones that are like, well, we want to throw Kwanzaa or we want to uh, do a new art exhibit or we want to fundraise for this thing, right? Um, and that, like, those commissions tend to have people who, all, like, that really build up leadership uh, opportunities, you know, and build things for the community. Speaking of building leadership opportunities and things for the community, Ooh. Norma Peterson says, let's make our own GAMS committee. A GAMS? Hit Monarch for that. That a, is a... A GAMS committee? Yeah. Are are you going to tell us what GAMS stands for? Or is this just a reference I don't get? Oh, my. Oh, no. Are you even American? What? What in the world? What? GAMS? What? Great Gams. American Morning Show. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the GAMS Committee. I like that, Norma. I like that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh, Lord, it's early. I'm going to just drink more of this coffee. It's all right. So you know what? That happens sometimes. Sometimes I mix up my words. Sometimes Jeanette forgets the splain part. Um, sometimes Bizzle Pizzle claps instead of Monarch, but you look, know what? Look, I cannot be on every, uh, on, I, yeah, I'm just going to. Everybody, everybody, wherever coffee. you're at listening right now, let's all take a sip. Pick up your coffee. Pick put it, it to your mouth. Community sip. All BTP right. is Very drinking. Good. We're back. We're on. Bizzle, what is that? 
These are low zero sugar monsters. Oh, ten calories a can. Ten calories. Ten calories a can, but still all the chemicals. Yeah, can't get. That's a arsenic is in there. Is that a grape flavor? Is that what? (laughs) Pantothenic acid, uh, which is vitamin B five, B twelve, B six, B three. It's got your B complex in there. All right, very good. A lot of it. A lot of it. Yeah. Tracy Duran says good morning and happy Friday to all. Good morning to you too, Tracy Duran. Now they put the they put the B complex that goes in the the multivitamins that you buy that are supposed to give you energy. Yeah, they give you like just a. We're a also eating delectable cherries today on the show. We are. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. You're Primavera gonna, cherries. You gonna tie the stem into a knot with your tongue now? I am okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> At least not in front of y'all. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, let's that's that's on. for that's for a good night, Aurora. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> like man, there's a guy he can just do things with his tongue, man. Okay. Now here's I, I saw something else, and I, I spoke about this earlier during the week, uh, and we talked about it. Got a little bit of input from the crowd. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mentioning I saw a meme. It's gone viral. The uh, the drive-through window of a Hardee's. Mm-hmm. There's a sign. It's like. We're open, but we're closed because employees don't want to come back to work. They don't want to come to work. And some, I think it was a state rep from like down south in Illinois. Somebody said, this is why you don't give people unemployment benefits or extended unemployment benefits, right? Right. Now, my thing is this. Mm -hmm. Because I've, you know, been in charge of a lot of young people in my life in various jobs. If I was their manager or owner of this franchise and we had to shut down because of COVID way back, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a year later. Mm-hmm. I'm calling up my employees, my 17, 18-year-old kids, see mm-hmm. them come. And they tell me that they're, sir, I'm in school now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? I'm working for ComEd now. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, if, if I my got fry guy tells me now that he's in an internship program with ITT Tech. Well, maybe not I'm ITT real, Tech well, because I, you know, they turned out to be really predatory. But they like, did. Yes. Yeah, but like, it, it, you know. They did. Maybe I, 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 <laughs> if I was working for the city of uh, Skokie. Hey, sir, I got a better job. Word yeah. up. I'm yeah, glad yeah, to yeah. hear that. Some people aren't glad to hear that, though. Why is that? Uh, and well, why are some Chicago restaurants? So that's our next topic. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk about why people really aren't going back to work and uh, what we kind of hope to see in this new explosion of the post-COVID era of people doing things that are more interesting than uh, dealing with angry customers for eight bucks an hour. Right. So, right, with no health care. With no health care, right? Uh, because they work 29 hours a week because that's what they are scheduled for because otherwise they have to be provided health care, right? It's strange that bootstraps and pulling oneself up all does not that. apply to... I all was, that, right? Know, so, uh, yeah, uh, there we're moving into this new era uh, wherein uh, we are like every, every, every place uh, has a hiring sign out, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't pay attention to these things, I recently had a drive back from like to and from Ohio. Uh, so, uh, you know, on the, on the interstate, it's all like uh, fast food places and gas stations. Every single one of them was Strange hiring. Mix, a curious mix. Yes. Petroleum. And barbecue sauce. Well, and and showers because right, like the truckers truck st- stops, right? Like truck stop showering is it just just the concept creeps Cringe. me out. I've never. I look. I'm really glad that guys who are driving cross country get the opportunity to take a shower. I really want that for them, but I'm just weirded out. One of like, these days, I'm gonna tell y'all my truck stop the, story. Oh no! It doesn't I'm, involve a shower. Though. It's not. I'm it's just, not what I'm just, oh no! I'm just weirded out that you can like shower and also get donuts in the same spot. I don't. Oh. I don't know. Um. Anyway. Uh. So. 
Uh, but every single one of them had, was not only hiring, but offering like sign-on bonuses and stuff like that. Right. Um, and and it's because so they're they're what the lawmakers have said is is to some degree accurate. There is a supply and demand uh, issue going on Mm -hmm. here right like people do have this extra money from unemployment and they are and they're choosing to maybe not go back and take that eight dollar an hour job but what we are all like as a result of that because they've got a little bit of extra breathing room right and they thought you know maybe it's not worth my time to uh, a get paid so little, get yelled at, have to wear like you have to either wear the mask all day in front of the fryer or get yelled at by people because we're asking them to wear masks, right? Right. Um, and or have some patriot come in and and call you an enemy because you're wearing because you're a wearing mask. a mask, right? Like, oh, look, we're we'll grace all around for the mask. There's no rules right now. We're right. all just trying to be cool. So just just be cool. Good morning, Josue. But. Um, there's this other element that's happening too that's sort of getting ignored in this conversation, which is not just it's not people wanting to go back to work, it's people doing other things, right? right. So the um there have been a few studies out now that, that are slowly starting to emerge now that we have more economic data about how businesses like the rate of small business uh, registrations is exploding right, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like yep. I actually I have a friend who just started a, like just registered his business a couple of weeks ago. And um, it's it's because people are looking at the landscape of, of the new work landscape and they're like, look, the pay was crabby. The conditions were crappy, especially if you had to like if you were in one of those businesses like retail is real big on this where they do this on call scheduling where you're not actually working, but you have to be available Mm -hmm. to work, which means that you can't go do other things, but you're also not getting paid. Right. So that's like a hot mess. And there's some states have started to clamp down on that because that's not cool. Um uh, but uh, and so you're under these terrible working conditions for no money and you're not getting insurance. And I think people said, you know, if I'm not getting insurance anyway, right, or if I'm not getting paid anyway, what if I just like did my own thing it's- and figured out how to make my own money? You can go your own way. Go, Go your own, own way. way. That's right. Put the name of that song and the group in oh the no. chat, please, oh for no. all of you great listeners out there. Now, hold on. Hold that thought, J.S. Look, a reference, though, I got. We got some breaking news. <laughs> we got breaking news. Bizzle, tizzle, pizzle. Can we uh, get a little... The breaking news. How do I know? Oh, wow. <laughs> there it is. We're going to label those buttons. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Breaking news. June 9th, 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the Aurora Regional Fire Museum, there is a great barbecue fundraiser taking place. Now, that's a Wednesday. Tickets are $15, and it'll be a drive through fundraiser. Our dear friend uh, of the show, Tracy Duran, has already put the chat, or excuse me, the link for that in the chat. I want all of you to take part, if you can. We're not like a life coach here, but, you know. If you can take part in that, please do, because the Aurora Regional Fire Museum is a great institution. Thank like you, you very much, Tracy. You, want, right? you can, you can go your own way. You can yeah. go your own way. You know, you can. You can. So you're right. Now. Yeah. So, like, I think what we're seeing is not um, 
Oh, we're seeing a a transformation that is not subtle of the worker-employer relationship uh, and uh, of the economy as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I think what's going to happen is a lot of people are going to try and make a go of it if they're, you know, if they're getting terrible pay and don't want to go to go back to work for eight dollars an hour or whatever. Some people are going to make a go of it and try to be like Instagram influencers. That may or may not pan out for them, but uh, like, and so you're going to see a lot of people like try these things and Mm -hmm. and fail and then going back into the workforce sure. and that's fine right this is look like entrepreneurship is all about like failing up right exactly like, like exactly. You, you try a thing that didn't work you learn a thing and you try a new thing right a, a wise man once said everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth that's right so yes if you don't uh want to fail at your next uh entrepreneurial endeavor may i suggest the small business development center at wabonzi community college one of the fine supporters of this show uh, yes. at the small business development center at wabonzi community college you can learn all kinds of uh important tools for making your business succeed you can. uh so that you don't become an instagram influencer that makes no money and then have to go back to working at hardy's you can do something with a business model that actually works like i thought the, you were a model now you're back here at the yeah that's right Right, that's right. <laughs> Model in the Hardy's uh, the little hat thing. It's yes. like a visor. Um, right. It so, is a uh, so shout out to the Small Business Development yes. Center. They've got workshops. They've got one-on-one mentoring. So no if you, cost workshops. If you are one of these people who has a business idea right now and you want to see where you can take that, and you've got a few months left on your unemployment, like go talk to them now and and get it, get in on that free. That and free not stuff. only that, if you are a um, Latino or Latina. Latinx. They have Latinx category. They also have uh, special workshops and outreach designed for you as well. All language barriers can be assuaged. That's right. That's the word of the day, assuaged. Assuaged. The time is 8.35. Hold on. Let me read this real quick quote, quote by Michael Roper, the owner of Hopleaf. And this kind of embodies the spirit. Um. He says he employs 25 fewer employees than when the pandemic struck and needs, quote, 12 to 15 more employees to make it possible to serve our full menu. Instead, he's had to pare back his menu and hours. But he doesn't blame the workers who haven't returned. Hours are late. There's sharp knives and boiling hot oil and slippery floors. I saw one of our old cooks stocking produce at a grocery store. He doesn't want to come back. He's making the same money and done with work at nine every night instead of midnight or one in the morning. Yeah. Word up. So this is going to be a real challenge too for for the small businesses who do care about their employees and do want to take care of them and also, you know, need to stay in business, right? So uh, I we... We kind of slam a lot uh, and talk a lot about, you know, like the certain more exploitative uh, business owners, right, that just create terrible working conditions and then are shocked that their people don't want to come back. I think that... Yeah, like, never mind. Yeah, but I think that there's this other side of it, too, right? That's the small business owner that does want to try and figure out something, like, Mm -hmm. better for their their employees. And shouts out to them because they are in a really difficult spot right now, especially now that, like, the really big guys, like, Amazon is starting everybody at, what, like, 12 or 15 bucks an hour or something? Yeah, Yeah, 15 15 bucks an hour to, like, sling boxes, and that's an awful job. But, like... Let me... Girl, let me tell you. (laughs) A brother had no job. The pandemic took my job. And I remember, like, Amazon was hiring. I made a vow to myself when I used to work at, uh, I worked at 
Ecolabs a long time ago. Uh-huh. I made a vow to myself. I will never. I will die before I go back to some industrial warehouse. Does, Shouts out to all the Amazon. I'm not hating. Does, but yeah. I will I will. Does Amazon feel like working at the Amazon Distribution Center kind of feel like our generation's like the coal mines? No, it is. Right? That's like, exactly what it right? is. That's like, exactly what it is. I mean, they do provide like the, all the benefits up front. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's they like I'm not saying out. it's like a great, you know, it, it's they it has provide, issues, but they do provide like benefits on day one. On day one, they you know, do. They, they, you're also part of the. Uh, there is a. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jeanette. No, no. There is a. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but there is a, a small program where if like if you pay a couple of bucks out of your check for um like stock program i don't know what it is yeah you can get stock some, options something like, and stuff that, like that something like that the you, what's fascinating about the amazon thing right is that their original business model involves like undercutting small stores by making shipping free and making everything like really easy to get to right so right. they're undercutting on the on the the pricing side mm-hmm. and now they're able to like overcut if that's a word, that's not a word uh, on the on the labor side. Right. Mm-hmm. So now not for small businesses, not only can they not compete with Amazon on pricing like for for goods, but they also now can't compete on salaries uh, to keep uh, employees. So it's uh, this is, if you're not like it's a monster. It man. is. But but, to, but here's the thing to BTP's point and to your point as well. So it is the new coal mine right amazon and all of that is the new it's the best paying job for anybody it's the quickest one to get you're guaranteed to get hired it really is and and the mines used to have like the the stores too right so like your whole family would like buy from the store that's owned by the same company your 12 year old works in the the mine right he gets his clothes and food from the mine mine store yeah oh my god 20 years later you got uh emphysema anyway back to what btp was saying here's the thing (laughs) That's all true. My thing, just for me personally, as an individual, is the environment. It is a soul-sucking environment. The environment. The environment is just not, ugh. Well, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Now, this, I never worked for Amazon. I'm talking from the experience of working at, you know, Ecolabs. But, like... The environment was just absolutely oppressive. Well, I'm, like, I'm sure for I'm sure for someone like you, and I don't I know for me as well. It's like you have to work with people. Like there, you're kind of just doing your own thing. You maybe right. conversate with your uh, coworkers every so often, but it's definitely like a monotonous just clock in, exactly. put the labor in, barely talk to anybody, and then go home job. It's not like you know exactly. It's like Fred Flintstone. Remember the Flintstones? Mm-hmm. He came, he saw, he left. He just clocked in. Worked for Mr. Slate, and that sure. was it. Nobody knew Mr. Slate's name until I just said it too. So I it's, clap for me. That is true. Nobody knew. That is true. Nobody knew. I just remember, that. I just remember the uh, yeah. the dino that he clocks in. The What's the dino's name? I don't know either. Okay. Tracy Duran tells <laughs> us that it bugs me when some people say that the problem is giving people too much money for unemployment. The problem isn't with people wanting to keep the unemployment benefits. It's the companies that aren't willing to update their wages to actual living wages, but they keep giving their higher ups insane bonuses. It's been too normalized for too long, and these companies need to take a look at themselves and how they treat their employees. That is very true, because when the bailouts happened in 2000, that first round, was that 17, 16? The executives of these companies that were coming to get money were flying in private jets. Now, if that's not callous, I don't know yeah, what yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, like back in the 07 crash, you all the banks, the the seven seven eight, right? Like the the banks, same the and the, the automakers and all of that. Yeah, so the um, it's it. I the best that I can say is that humans thrive on relationship, and for the past like hundred some odd years, we've had a, a model uh, of uh, a labor a labor model that has reduced uh, humans down to cogs and machines. Mm -hmm. And now that people kind of broke away from that for got a, got a break from that for a little bit, I think people are just looking and they're, they're looking for other opportunities to do things that matter to them. And they're looking for opportunities to connect with other people in a real way. I think you're going to, I think the trend of like people starting businesses is actually going to continue. Right. Because even if you're not in a position to do it now, you got a piece of what it was like to be on your own for a little bit. Right. You're like, mm, all right, you know, maybe I got to, taste of that like right because uh, the so worst I, thing i could even imagine right now is sitting behind some desk like i mean my desk is fine it's a nice i mean desk. we got a desk right here it's we all desk. got desks. we got we're sitting yeah, behind no, desks right now never mind. the difference is that <laughs> there are desks that we're doing the thing <laughs> that we want to be doing right, right? which exactly. is like hanging out with each other giving we the don't people got the lumber news. over our shoulder so hey, maybe Curtis. maybe we should give some people some more news what do we got or some more Maybe some more activities happening over the weekend. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. Let's do, let's do that. Well, so I want to shout out the uh, the show that is happening at uh, One East Benton um, this weekend. It is. I'm pulling it up. All right now, it's uh, Visio Arts is doing a celebration of women in the arts with an insane lineup, um, including uh, shout out to Jen Ingram, fan of the show. Uh, Jen and, Ingram, what up? Uh, Susan Maramano will be there. Um, Patty Vandersand will be there. So um, just a whole, uh, there's a huge long list. Uh, mm -hmm. That is happening uh during first fridays five to nine tonight uh and at the during the fox river arts ramble june 5th so which is tomorrow so it's a, it's a whole it's a whole thing you guys that's right also there's a aurora museum's week tote bag uh, the Aurora Regional Fire Museum at Broadway Buy Museum Week Tote Bag for 10 bucks. Play along with goodies in the scavenger hunt inside and chalk the mall at Water Street Mall between Downer Place and Galena Boulevard. That's tonight. Bring your own chalk and draw on the concrete to create chalk art. Wow. Yay. That makes me happy. Super yay. Yeah. All right. So what is next? What is next? Shop locally. You're right, Josue. Groom locally, shop locally. I've been saying it for years. Well done, sir. Well done yeah because that is one of the things that you can really do to support this explosion of, of new businesses and people getting to do the things that they are meant to do in out in the world right is to go and support this you know yeah maybe even if it is a few more bucks right because they're paying their people decent wages and because right. they've got more overhead right go out and support speaking of which so if you business. are listening to this show chances are your customers are too that's true. Promoting your business on Good Morning Aurora is easier than Facebook, cheaper than print advertising, and our hyper-local audience loves to support the local businesses that they hear about in the show. Get started today at good at uh, excuse me goodmorningaurora.com slash advertise or send an email to goodmorningaurorail at gmail.com. And Victoria Maldonado, I concur with your recent statement. Yes, the desk is fine if you're doing what you want for you. It's true. I actually really love my desk at home. Like I've got a really nice big one and I am there for like 10 hours a day. So it's, it's pretty, uh, it's not like a good desk is important. 
Gotta give yourself that space. You got to. You, you have a good view of the birds when they're. I do. When they're I have. Yes. So the cat. Yuki comes to hang out with you. Yeah. So oh. the cat and I <laughs> just end up st- spending a lot of time staring at the birds in the winter because I felt the bird feeder. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. The time is eight forty-five a.m. Now there was something else that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um. There were, oh yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I just saw an email, my bad, you guys. Oh no. So there were, um, did you know that, I want to make sure people know, did you know that but the police were doing background checks on people who wanted to come up and speak for a public comment? Did you know that? Um, no. So here's a, here's, here are the limits of Jeanette's splaining. I cannot splain this one. <laughs> I cannot explain uh, it, why uh, it would make any like amount of sense um, to uh, implement a, a a system in which the folks who sign up to speak and to offer public comment, which by the way, there already are not enough people most of the time speaking right. at public meetings, right? That's the, you know, we're going to talk about, we're talking about boards and commissions and wanting more people to get involved. Right. Uh, I I cannot fathom why it would make sense to background check the people who are coming to speak at public meetings. Right. That is some malarkey. So here, uh, uh, some of the, some, here's, here's what was happening, right. In the, the city of Chicago. Um, right. They, this is about the Chicago police department. Yes. So, so this is not, this is not here. Um, I mean, it's, we're never that far from Chicago. Right. But, uh, one could speculate. We're not going to speculate. We're not doing that on this show, but we are saying right. here's what's happening. In this is Jeanette explaining, not, not Jeanette Not Jeanette speculating. I don't. It doesn't flow good. <laughs> so uh, this week, Illinois lawmakers approved a bill that makes it illegal for police to access uh, it, one commonly used law enforcement database um, to perform criminal background checks on citizens who sign up to speak at public meetings. So uh, it turns out that um, in Chicago, people were coming to speak at uh, city meetings, particularly the police commission. And the police commission in response was, uh, you know, because usually when you go to a public meeting, you write down like a little slip of paper, like your name and your address or whatever so they can for for good reasons right uh so that they can follow up with you right like if you present a question to the board like and and it's not a thing that they can answer on the spot usually they'll call or email you or something like that right um but you'd put down uh the your your name and and some some information and then the cops were running this through leads which is their like one of their background check mm-hmm. systems um which is not great because they're like trying to pull up things like, is there a warrant out for your arrest? So you might go to a a um, meeting and find out that uh, and then like end up arrested. Right. So right. which doesn't really promote a lot of uh, um, goodwill citizenship of like, hey, I have a comment. I would like to participate in and then I get arrested. Right. Um, for things. Because uh, funny thing about warrants, you never know that they're out for you <laughs> until like you get pulled over for like your sticker being expired, right? Right. So, <laughs> I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes you've got, <laughs> like probably sometimes. Sometimes you, you duck them. Right? Sometimes you got like a real good suspicion <laughs> that maybe <laughs> like maybe. 
someone's right. looking for me. Right. Uh, but sometimes you don't, right? Yeah. And it could be for something like real weird and you're like, what yeah. now? Uh, <laughs> sometimes you just have your beer at home because, you know, <laughs> who'd want to get stopped after after uh, meeting with some friends and, right? you know. <laughs> Seven dollar well, beer now it's three hundred eighty dollars. Well, and uh, you know you should never drink and then like plan on driving home anyway. You should take not. an take you an Uber because then not. it's your Uber driver you're getting you the warrant not. served on them. Right. That would be crazy, right? If your Uber driver had a warrant oh my God. and then you get popped, so <laughs> you're going zero stars, man. <laughs> zero stars on this drive. Um, did not take me home. I ended up at jail. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Now I want to read about some of the people that because you know one. You know, obvious question is, okay, well, obviously they were back checking, they were background checking, you know, the, the, the bad people. Obviously. I mean, there's good guys and bad guys, but the Tribune first reported in July 2019 how Chicago police compiled profiles of citizens who signed up to address the board by searching at least, well, the Leeds software to determine if speakers had arrest or prison records, warrants outstanding for their arrest, or if they're registered sex offenders. Police even sometimes searched voter registration records as well as the person's profiles and comments on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. In some cases, the profiles also included photos of the speakers, either from their websites or police mugshots. So the police made their own MySpace other people the those subjected to the background checks included activists a police union official relatives of people killed in shootings by police officers a woman who told the police board she was sexually assaulted by an officer a religious leader and attorneys mayor lightfoot who once headed the police board while these background checks were taking place ordered an immediate stop to such background checks yeah, so the the background checking activists, right, in particular, is a yes, little... Yes, voter registration, that's crazy. That's right. Crazy. Uh-huh, just, just digging, digging everything up. Now, look, uh, I'm not saying there's never any reason to, like, look into people. That's, Certainly not. That's what cops do, Certainly right? Certainly uh, I'm never going to say that I've never felt threatened by someone at public comment. I once, uh, my very first time ever sitting at a dais someone threatened to water their landscaping with my tyrant blood so that was a little concerning <laughs> and i kind of look over at my police chief and like oh. you know he's kind of like like the public speaker guy is kind of i'm like in between like i'm not like there's no one no one between me and this guy and i'm like mm, <laughs> I'm yeah. mildly concerned about this i did right? uh yeah i did i did jury duty one day and when the judge the judge sentenced the guy to prison and the you know they made me the speaker of the jury, and the judge used my whole government no. name. He oh, was like, no. "Mr. Curtis, blah blah blah." What do you? I was like, "Bruh, can <laughs> 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 I get this dude eight years and just gave my whole government name, my the oh, whole shit, the whole thing? Like, here's his address. Who's the speaker of your group? Curtis, blah blah blah. I was like, "What? That's everything." He's like, "What's the?" I was like, "We found him guilty." He's like, "I sentenced you to." I was like, "Damn." And the yeah. dude was like right there by the door. Yeah. See, that is that is concerning to me. Like, Crazy. look, it's like it, Ernest goes to jail. He's in there lifting weights. Like, I'm gonna get this one. Right. But so, so he, you know, I think in the in the public sphere, right? You're in the public sphere, but that doesn't mean that you don't have some right to to privacy mm-hmm. just a little bit, right? So I don't I don't know what the balance is. This um this bill though is kind of hilarious because it prevents. 
theoretically cops from um like performing if first of all it only is related to the leads background system right? right is the only one that it prevents cops from actually using there are other background check systems that they use like all the time right uh but the bill also allows police agencies to perform background checks when law enforcement has a quote reasonable belief of criminal conduct conduct or a security threat um and uh uh, of the, like of the of the meeting right um and so that's still like pretty wide berth like right so this bill is really like oh that's wrong we're just gonna say that's wrong it doesn't really do like a lot yeah they could have just made a resolution that's like hey probably don't background check people at public meetings because yeah. that's really gonna dissuade people from coming to public meetings see this is the, this is why i wish man because i would just uh, well Never mind what I would just do. Okay. Um, all right. So the time is 8.54 a.m. Now, we have an interview directly after this. So we will have Ooh, to start to wrap. We're wrapping it up. This up. Uh, I want to say thank you to our fans, subscribers, and listeners, and the lady who works at... Uh, Long John Silver's with the short hair, and she had these big bangly earrings on. Thanks a lot for uh, not charging me for that meal when I left my card at home. Anyway. And also for coming into work at a job that is probably not your dream job. Right. But she didn't like she was having fun, but she was a nice lady. Um, also, check this out. I do have some more. Can you hit the breaking news real quick? Bizzle. love that community day picnic get ready august 7th noon to 5 p.m in north aurora um at the park planting the seed uh the second chance incorporated organization is hosting this great event volunteers are needed barbers nail techs lash techs grillers and vendors would you like to take part in making someone's day fantastic if you'd like to participate in a life-changing event please call 630-486-1443 and they can work with you to make it a great day for one less un or excuse me less fortunate Ooh, sounds like a glow up calvin and marilyn wilson uh husband and wife team of this local nonprofit. great people got the chance to interview them and that interview will be debuting shortly That's all right support our show on patreon check us out on facebook subscribe to the show i keep telling you subscribe to the show on youtube you can see the entire breadth B-R-E-A-D-T-H. Breadth. Breadth. Right. right. That's hard to say. See, nobody even... Right. That's hard. On, it's man. a hard word to it say. It is a hard word to say. Um, you can see the entire breadth of our catalog and who we've interviewed mm -hmm. there as well. Also, check out the show on um, Spotify as well. Maybe someday um, you'll get to see how the magic happens on the YouTube, yes. too. Yeah, this, exactly. This magic right here. This magic moment. Dun -dun 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 -dun. See, I get like your really, that really old music references. That was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. Now, other than that, please, if you're gonna go out this weekend, please be safe. Please have a good time. Socially distance. Follow whatever applicable rules are going on at the location that you visit. That's right. Please be 
be nice, yeah, right? Be, yeah. Because some people are still showing up for their their jobs, right? Some people have no choice but to show up for their jobs, right. like and. Uh, those people deserve your respect because they are bringing you tasty food and beverages, and uh, that makes them heroes in my mind. Right. Yes. Yep. Seriously. So, be, um, just be cool. BTP. Anything that we are we gonna are we gonna let the people know where we're gonna be at this evening if they wanna wanna come around. I will be. Where are you guys gonna be? I will be dying this evening. I have to. <laughs> I will be working. Oh, on, no. I'll be on the railroad. Oh no! All the live long day. Uh, all right. I might be at um McCarty Mills's house. They're doing a uh, uh MF Doom and DMX tribute. That's right tonight. Ooh. From uh yeah man hosted by go. hosted by uh, McCarty Mills. I think the DJ is like DJ Prime Services. Prime DJ Services. Working. Prime DJ Services. That's just the name of the page. I don't know. If that's okay. like his actual DJ name. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Like bureau- yeah. bureaucracy. <laughs> but still, like work faster so you can get get out and get in on this. I'm gonna yeah. be. Yeah. I'm gonna be at Society 57. You know, like I usually am, six to nine tonight. They're doing uh, a whole cocktail series in June. So tonight's theme is prohibition. So that should be. Fun. If you haven't stopped by there for the cocktail nights, they're they're usually they're kind of cool because you can sort of only get them that night most of the time. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's a little little something. Yeah, something special. You guys go out there and have a good time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, if I do get a chance to come up from air or for air, um, well, I'll just post where I'm at on the gram. Yeah, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll just follow do, us. I'll just do that. Hit us up on the gram. Hit us on the Hit gram. Hit us up on the gram. All right. This was a great one. Jeanette. Am I taking us out? Take us out. Take okay. Us out. I just want everyone to go out, have a good time this weekend, support your local businesses, and that's that's it. And support your local podcast. Sup- Be excellent support. to each other. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> yes, that's right. We got to eat, too. You know. We got to eat. We yeah. got to eat. Yeah. So, adios, Aurora. I like it.